How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host, and my dad, Noel Teal. You are loud today. Woo! You, you excited? You got a haircut? Coming in. I mean, I'm coming in hot. I, I got the cut. Um, I have uh, the, the Jason Tatum jersey uh, to my right here. Uh, that, that's, that's the only Jason Tatum um, that's shown up um, in recent time is the one that's hanging on my, uh, my, my lamp right now. Um, I mean... I'm putting in there just to manifest to help Celtic fans out because Boston fans are really down bad right now. Um, yeah, as, as a whole, well just should. as a whole, as, as well they should be. <laughs> right. So today's episode, um, we're, we're we're still talking playoffs. Uh, every game right now is going to a game six, and when this comes out, we could see two series done um, by the end of the night. We have Boston 76ers uh, game six. Um, at, by the time this goes out tomorrow morning, um, we'll see if that's a game seven or the 76ers can wrap it up, and then also. Um, in the West, the Nuggets, Phoenix, um, game six as well tonight. But we'll talk about the other two series um, that we had um, yesterday where the Knicks lived to see another day, um, which they played. They, they, they played a, a scary game. If it wasn't for Jalen Brunson going for 38, uh, they would have been packing, uh, uh, packing up and, and heading, uh, heading home for the, the summer there. So uh, we have that series. And then also uh, the, Warriors, the Warriors bounce back as well. I don't understand how you 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 knew years ago that this Jalen Brunson was going to be this good. Uh, he's just a he's just a dog. Jalen Brunson is just a dog. You know he he is playing offensively better than I think anyone ever expected. Um, but it's it's just you know he is he's carrying this team right now, and it's pretty awesome to watch because he's just become a fan favorite, a New York yep. favorite, and when that happens, you cement yourself in you know sports history up there if you're playing great for for the New York Knicks. It's it's very different than being the sixth man on the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, very different. We'll get into the uh, NHL playoffs as well um, as some series are, are, are winding down. And then um, the All-NBA teams came out um, in the NBA. So we'll talk about those. There's some controversial picks, definitely, sure. um, as well as always. I mean, the All-NBA is, uh, is is just controversial times. The, 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 the cryptic tweets that players will send out, um, it's, it's that time of year again. So we'll get into it. Let's run it. We are still dealing with with technical difficulties. I'm hoping, I, I will say this, by the, en- by the end of the month, by the end of the month, You'll we're running it, we're, we're, we'll have it, we'll have, I don't know, new, new intro music, fixed intro music, whatever it is, new and better. That, that's all I'm promising. So let's get into this. Uh, before we get into the All-NBA team, there is one piece of news um, that's coming around today. Um, Bob Huggins um, is in the news here. A longtime West Virginia coach, uh, like one of the best, college basketball coaches of all time. Um, no, number eight all time in wins in men's basketball. You know, is, is, is notorious for the, the West Virginia press and their, you know, the defense he brings and, and you know, uh, just, just his, you know, uh, enthusiastic, uh, you know, coaching sure. style there. Um, but he gets called for, out. He, he, did it, he did it forever at University of Cincinnati. He did it at Xavier. He's been successful everywhere he's gone. Right. And then goes on a podcast, um, starts talking about Xavier, um, and, and mentions a homophobic slur um, in, in his talking about Xavier, obviously in a, twice. Yeah, twice, in a, in a joking matter. Um, obviously, if you're Bob Huggins, you're a coach and you're on a podcast, you can't be joking about that stuff. Um, he obviously be, didn't realize nor that. Nor can you be the radio host that continued to egg it on and keep it going and right. laughing at it. The, the whole thing is disgusting. Like, Every person in this world who, if they had done that in their job, would have been walked out the front door. 
Right. This guy gets a slap on the wrist, three-game suspension against three nobody Division II games at the beginning of next year, and a million dollars taken out of his salary. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, Are it's, you it's like a kidding me. But but look, it's it's did did Huggins mean any harm? Did he mean any uh, any deliberate you know hate to the LGBTQ community? No. Like no, but and but did he make a mistake? Yes, he you you know. In his, he needs to understand that he's on a radio show. He is, has, has a, you know, he's a, he's a celebrity, you know, uh, a famous person. Like he needs he's to a, watch himself in when he talks about certain AJ, things. He's in higher education. He's a government employee. Okay. He is the shaper of mind, young minds, right? At the end of the day, he's in such an important position in the grand scheme of things in terms of being with, you know, young adults and, you know, being the person who goes into someone's home and says, I'm going to teach your kid how to right. be a man and all that stuff, right? You cannot go on a radio program and say the things that he said. And I am not a woke guy. I'm not a cancer culture guy. This was a, it was such a poor judgment of-, of That's and, that's the problem. That's the problem, it's, yes. It's terrible. And you can't uh, recover from this. You can't recover, and he should not be allowed to coach for West Virginia. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, that's never going to happen, and, and that's the, you know. Oh, it's going to you... happen. It's going to happen. This little slap on the wrist is going to cause major controversy at West Virginia to the point where eventually mm. West Virginia will, will have no choice but to fire. You wait and I, see. I don't, think, I don't think that will happen. I think you saw a slap on the wrist, and I think, you know, as things do, it, it, whether it's right or wrong, it's going to blow over over time, and, and he'll be the coach next year there and, and for however little, long he little, wants little to. Side, and... Little side wager? I mean, sure. I mean, if you want to look, I'm, he's going to be the coach there next year. I mean, that, look, the, the the thing is, is that yeah, we, we already know the NCAA is the, like a already corrupt, you know, terrible organization as it is. Um, it's, not I NCAA, it's not the NCAA that's going to get rid of him. I, I just I think. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're going to get rid of him. I'm saying the slap on the wrist punishment from the NCAA or from West Virginia. Just just college basketball in general, like th this stuff. It, it's a it, shit show. Yeah. It, it's just a mess. So I don't. He do, won't be do, fired. Do I you know that he's so. only he's only seventeen victories away from being number five all time? That's pretty. Behind. It's pretty crazy. Like we're yeah. not talking about some some mumbo jumbo coach. Like, this is a like Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, one of the best of all time, most winning oh, of all time. The, the the only people that would be in front of him are Shashevsky, Bob Knight, Jim Beheim, and Roy Williams. Yeah, I mean he's up there with the greats. So. I mean, I, I hope he can learn from it and recover and, and, you know, cause he is, he is a really good coach, but you know, that, that's obviously how it's a how little, you, uh, how do you lose your mind and say those things and not just say it once, but say it twice. I don't get it. Uh, I just don't get it. I don't know. Moving on though. Um, from, from that, let's get into the, these all NBA teams, um, from that, the NBA released just before, uh, some of these game sixes. Here, we'll start with the uh, first team All-NBA, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. A surprising one there, but definitely well-deserved um, in terms of him getting the, the point guard nod there. Uh, Luka Doncic joins him. Joel Embiid is the center. Jason Tatum and Giannis also round out uh, the first team there. Any thoughts? Any, any, any dislikes on the first team? It's hard to argue any of them. It really is. So it's hard to argue any of them. I, I, I personally think... Look, I, Tatum had a good year. 
I, I don't well, well let's 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 hold the brakes. This is regular season basketball. Nothing of the playoffs is taking this. Jason Tatum in the regular season, up until the, the last week or two, was a top five candidate for MVP. So I'm fine with him being here. I'm fine with it. Taking to the playoff, we're not taking any of his playoff uh, uh, performance because if it was, he'd be on All NBA seventh well, team. Uh, so we're calling we're calling Jason Tatum a forward. I, I mean, I guess he plays the three. You know, he kind of interacts two and three, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Um, do, do I have a problem with it? I, I guess the only problem that I have is I, I thought Jason Tatum was good. I, I think there's a case you could make that Jalen Brown had a better year. Yeah, there know, is. On his own team. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely think Luca and Shea and Giannis and Joel Embiid should have been there. A hundred percent. And the other, the only other guy, it, is, you, is you have to understand... Right, but yo, but but Embiid MVP is going to make it over him at at that center. That's the problem. Is the all NBA the positions matter? You can't just stick you know two right. centers in there, or whatever. And that's the thing with Tatum. Like the only other player you could really make the argument for Donovan Mitchell. He had an excellent season there too. But Donovan Mitchell's a guard, and he wasn't making it over Luca or Shea anywhere there. The second right. team is is Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Jimmy Butler gets in there with Jalen Brown, and then Jokic is on the second team, which is like we said, un- it's, it's unbelievable that Jokic with the season he had has to sit on an all NBA second team just because Joel Embiid uh, decided to have an even better season at the five. Yeah. The, the only person who might have a, a, a little grumbling here is, is John Morant. And, and that's because his off the field crap really right. stopped him from being all NBA. I, I mean, if this was just about his play on the court, it's very hard to keep him off this list. Yeah. You know, but there's no doubt that everything that happened off the field, uh, off the court played into this. You know, hundred mm-hmm. percent. The other thing is, right? I mean, Damian Lillard and and Sabo, uh, Sabonis and Randall, like very borderline All NBA for me. Right you know, on that third line, it goes Lillard, Fox, Randall, Sabonis, and LeBron James ends up making the the third team too. I mean, you know, when you when you the other thing you have to look at in the season, some of the stars were ineligible for the teams. Devin Booker didn't play enough games due to injury. John Morant. Uh, didn't qualify Kevin Durant didn't qualify there like there was a lot of of guys that normally would always make this team and Devin Booker and John Morant and and uh, uh, Kevin Durant would have been on uh, on these teams if it wasn't for them missing games like Julius Randle in there I don't know I I, that's the only one I I had a problem with with making it all together like all these all these guys are where they should be like I don't know Julius Randle could you make the case that Laurie Markkinen had a better year than Julius Randle? Yeah, I mean, you, like, like Laurie Markkinen definitely had a, a, you know, a great year. I know playoff, you know, I guess playoff sort of plays into it in team success there. I mean, um, you know, Anthony Davis, I Anthony missed Davis, some games. Again, he only played 56 games this yeah, year. Yeah, so I know. I mean, he like, definitely like, was better than, he's def- definitely better than Randall and better than right. Sabonis, wherever you're going to put him. Right, yeah. I mean, look, th- that's, that's really all, that's why Julius Randle is sitting there. He can thank you know, all these other stars for not playing as many games. Or yeah, else he wouldn't they, be there, but. And, and, and look, Damian Lillard had a great year. Maybe I'm just being a little too hard on him because Portland's just so bad, right? You know, right. But, yeah, but obviously he, he put up the points. I think he averaged like 32 points a game. So. Right. I mean, he averaged 33. It was his career high, you know, eight, eight, uh, eight assists a game. Like, he was, he was really incredible this year once again. But as long as Portland, you know, continues to be irrelevant and they don't want to help him or anything, like, he's just going to. Uh, sit there as as an you know an underrated player, which is sad because you're wasting the 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 Damian Lillard you know, know talent. 
I think what's most amazing is, I mean, if you really consider Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum really are guards, they're really not forwards. This yeah. is, so, I mean, it is so heavily dominated on the guard side of talent. In the yeah, NBA. it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and that's so and that's the ones. that's where the, the you know the league is has been going and is going and you know we when 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 we it's it's cool to have that and then Joel Embiid and Jokic are, are you know the top big men and then you have all these great wings too so it's kind of a a, a good mix of both but you know all, all those guys that that made it I'm I'm good with you know yeah. Damian I, I really do think though Damian Lillard like his his statistics that that's oh, a that's an All yeah. NBA first team you know yeah. type type season. Uh, I'm taking the Trailblazers finished with the second worst record in the in the league. I'm taking it back. I'm giving Lillard his due. So right. you know, I think the most amazing thing about the All NBA team is obviously it's it's decided by the NBA writers, right? right? And and the NBA writers decide on this, you know, the first, second, and third teams, and then based on that, you could get a super duper ridiculous max contract because you were named to the all NBA team. So a guy like Tatum could get up to $313 million, 60 something million a year now because he's all NBA one Jalen Brown can get 295 million because he's all NBA two. Right. And John Moran can only get 189 million because he's not in any of the three. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, you're like hundreds of millions of dollars are changing hands because the NBA writers decide whether they like you or not. Right, but but in in terms of John Morant's situation, where where he had you know he made a, made a poor decision off the court, cost him you know playing games, and and you know that's on him. A year. Yeah. Right, so so that's a forty million dollar you know bad decision there. But yeah, it is it is a little. It, it's been a talk f- for years about how the writers really determine like the this amount of money um for yeah. for these players. So it's definitely a you know a, a big a bigger thing. I think people make of it it's it's more for the players than you know for the yeah. fans or anything like yeah. that um but the you know the 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 celtic situation is is the most unique because they have two guys that are coming up and they and, and they were both having their best seasons to date and then have not been playing great in the playoffs and if they lose you know this game six then they'll be done you know you, then then you you're paying, are you paying six, six? Six hundred million. million it's going to take to retain Tatum and and Jalen Brown. Half a, a over half a billion dollars. It's not possible. It's no, really not possible. And and I'm sorry, but but the Boston Celtics. You know, if it comes down to the two, I don't care how he's played in the playoffs. Like they're going to choose Jason Tatum over Jalen Brown. So Jalen Brown, 100%. it's been it's been a it's been a talk for for a couple of months now. That he's going to be the odd man out. He's going to be a free agent. And you're talking about a guy who can make immediate impact and and add another star to a team. And then they, you know, can be a contender, you know, off the bat there. So he'll be very, you know, highly coveted uh, in the in the free agency market so, for teams that uh, have money to spend. A hundred percent. He's going to make one hundred ninety million dollars. You know, so the crazy part is, is that Jalen Brown shot himself in the foot anyway. He's already like had too many things where he said he doesn't like Boston. He doesn't like the fans of Boston. Right. If you're going to pay sixty million dollars a year. Right. It ain't gonna be the guy who's cursing no, out your fans. It's, not, no. it's gonna be Brand- it's gonna be Jason Tatum who is beloved, you know, so there's no doubt about it. Jalen Brown's gone. Yeah. It sucks, but uh that that's a good kind of segue into talking about the NBA playoffs um here as as we have all game sixes now. Um so oh, we're getting down sixes? to we're, How is that possible? We're getting down to uh, the, the final games here in the semifinals. We have Celtics, 76ers, Nuggets, Suns tonight. Um, but but those will either be over or push to a game seven um, when this goes out tomorrow morning. Um, let's talk about actually two days ago 
um, with the game fives from both those games. The 76ers come out with a commanding victory uh, against the Celtics there. An, a, a really a really unbelievable performance. Um, Joel Embiid and company really took it to Boston at home and won their first game five since 2000. 23 years, their first game five that they've won. They did it on the road, you know, uh, at a Celtics team that's played a, better at home all year long. And, and Joel Embiid really took it upon himself to, uh, to lead this team. How about Maxi? You know, we talked about it when Harden, when Harden, you know, has had his 40 point games, Maxi takes the back seat. But in this one, Harden only took eight shots. Maxi goes for 30. It's just really good complimentary basketball there. And he's helping out Embiid. Um, he was, he was just a force. I mean, getting to the free throw line, he looks much, much improved in it. You know, game two, we were talking about this guy doesn't look healthy. Now we're talking about, he might be just all the way back. It's pretty impressive on how well that he is playing. Boston has no answer for Joel yeah. Embiid. And no, no. And, and no one really does, um, to be fair. Um, but yeah, th there's no answer because what the Celtics are doing is exactly what we said they should do, right? We said first series, the 76ers, um, Nets, the Nets said, Joel Embiid, you're not going to beat us. But Joel Embiid said, we have shooters around us, and James Harden will be you and Maxi, and, and I'll pass the ball out, and, and they swept them. And, the, and we said that the Celtics can't do that. They can't double Joel Embiid. They can't, they, 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 they can't do that because we saw what happened. The, the 76ers, you know, role players are here to play, and they've played excellent this entire playoffs. Now it's they, they might have to switch that up because the, the last couple games, man, it, it is Al Horford. I, I he's doing he's really doing his best, and he and he's he's trying his hardest. But but him one on one with them, and they've they've tried to put Tatum on him a couple other Robert, you know Robert times. Uh, Robert Williams is too small to guard Joel Embiid. They it is not going to work. So I expect a different game plan for Joel Embiid game six um, because they're going to have to ha force someone else to beat him. Harden goes for forty. Maxi goes for forty. You wrap your season up, you, you, you tip your hat, and uh, the 76ers, I think, are going to win in six. So, did you like see I said before, did you see the first points of the game the other night with, with uh, Embiid's three? Right? I did. It was like the, the, the shot clock was coming down. He, he was all the way back out in three-point land. He's fading back. He throws it up. It hits the front of the rim. It goes straight up in the air, and it comes right through the hoop. Did you, see the, uh, did, did you see the parlay um, that went viral uh, with the no. first basket? Um, someone happened to pair f a, a first basket parlay with Joel Embiid three-pointer. Had to be a three-pointer the first basket. And Michael Porter Jr. three-pointer in the Nuggets game. They both hit. He turned, I think, $20 into twenty-five grand, no uh, just like that. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how Dude, that's, so that's awesome. thought of. I don't know how that's thought of. But yeah. Why does that, why does that never happen to me? Why? I don't know. So did you so think Joel Embiid and Michael Porter Jr. would be the first basket and both be a three? I mean, no, I, but, that's insane. But but even the way the three went in, I mean, with right. divine intervention. So right. I I just I listen. Philadelphia looked very much in control the whole yep. game. The whole game. They 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 were up double digits from the start, and and the Celtics would have little runs in here, but. It, we're talking runs from like 16 down to 12 to right. 10 or, and, and it never got maybe, maybe eight right it never got closer than that no i oh wow i mean if philadelphia does not win this game at home and wrap this up that then i'm a little concerned because i would not want to go to boston for game seven you know mm -hmm. they, they have to win they have to finish this off yeah and and when you look at it right now the the celtics are 
you could see it in their their body language, their their face. They are they're defeated. just they're defeated. They are really defeated, and that's really why I think Philly, like you said, doesn't take that chance for going back for Game Seven. They they're going to finish this tonight. The, like I said, like this team's defeated. Jalen Brown saw that All NBA team, uh, and like, he was like, "I want out. I want out." And he was like, "I want out." You know, <laughs> Tatum. I get it. Thirty six and ten. Empty stats, misleading box score, minus 26 on the plus minus, 11 for 27. How about three from 11 from three? It's just, and, and it's, and it's, and it's the first half versus the second half. First half, we're talking, I think he had, he had two points in the first quarter, maybe finished the, the, the first half with 12, but still, you know, three of 10 shooting, three of 12 in the first half. Then he's coming back in the second half. He's finding it, but the Celtics have to get off to a better start. They're starting slow in pretty much every game this series, even the ones that they've won. Um, and 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 really, you know, it's I'm I'm not. You can't put this loss on Tatum on this game. This was an everybody loss. No one else decided to show up and help him at all. Even Jalen Brown. Um, you know, you you you've gotten a lot of help from Derek White. Seven points. He's been giving you double digits, you know, on the games Grant, that they're winning. Grant Williams is nowhere to be seen. How about Malcolm Brogdon? He's been a huge part of their wins. He he gave them seven. Like they're gonna have to get scoring from their other options because again, if if Tatum is is off, you can't just accept that. You know, they have other guys that can pick up scoring and pick up slack on there. So, you know, the Celtics are gonna fight. I don't think they'll go down easy, but I still do think the 76ers in the way Embiid's playing with confidence, and and the way that the, that this team, especially Maxi, Maxi's becoming my, one of my favorite players in this league. He's just such a good, skillful uh, uh, scorer. Um, and now I, that, I think they, I think they finish this. Is that because Micah Parsons and him are buds? I did see Micah Parsons at that. It didn't make me, it it didn't make me too happy to see him with a, a 76ers jersey on. The Seventy no. Sixers are my least like hated Philly sports team. Like I don't really have any, any animosity towards totally, the 76ers. Totally. Um, but it, it still did. It didn't sit right with me. No, I'm going to no. like, it, it, it wasn't I, what I wanted I think, to see. I'm tired of Philly having success. That's all. <laughs> Just, I mean, yeah. Um, but, but I think that they win. You, do you think they, they close it out? I, I I'd do. say they close out. I do. Six. I, do. I, I, I see the same defeated look in half the guys and it just seems like they cannot get it together. Yeah. The other series um, was the Nuggets taking a three-two lead, a one eighteen to one hundred two win. This was Let's just like go. it was just like the first game. We had two blowouts that night because the Nuggets. I mean, this was a six. They won by sixteen, but they were. I mean, they were up by what twenty, twenty-five in that third quarter. Um, they they couldn't miss. They they, they couldn't miss in that second half. Um, Jokic goes twenty-nine, thirteen, and twelve. It's getting it's getting funny at this point. Every game. Every. It's video game numbers. It's triple doubles galore. It's 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 watching him on the court. He, I, I think, I don't have the the percentage of the stat in front of me, but Jokic inside ten feet has to shoot over ninety five percent. He he doesn't miss when he gets inside and he gets in the paint and he does his little hook or he does his little his little jump shot over you or he gets to the bat uh, even through contact. Even if you're all over, even if you foul him, even if they don't call it. He finishes every time. He has one of the best touches I've ever seen from a big man. Um, he's dominating again. DeAndre Ayton. Uh, it's time to it, it it's it's time to wrap it up. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where he's going to be playing next year, but I really don't think it's going to be in uh, Phoenix because he's getting destroyed out there. It's it's really no match. Um, uh, Booker and Durant they cooled down. 
but I really don't think there was nothing they they could have done in this game. This was Nuggets from the jump. Uh, Murray goes 19. He had a little scare with a, a wrist injury there, but I think he'll be okay. Michael Porter Jr., he's still shooting the three so good there. Um, and, and again, Aaron Gordon, he gave you 10 in this game, not off, uh, offensively, you know, didn't do anything, but defensively, Aaron Gordon is the best player defensively on this team. Like he is, he is playing great defense, whether it's, he, he's been asked to guard Booker KD, you know, if it's the big man, you know, if it, if it's Okogie, like he has played excellent defense one-on-one, um, on, on, on any of the guys that he's asked to guard, which is huge. He had a plus 30 on the plus minus you know, in that game. So this starting lineup continues to be, you know, it continues to click. Like I think, you know, the best out of the remaining teams um, in, in this postseason, And, and it's why I think, again, I, I think the nuggets um, are going to win this series, but I, I think the Suns are going to force game seven. I think at home, I think that that Katie and Booker won't let it happen, but the nuggets at home uh, haven't lost yet. So I will take the, uh, the nuggets to win in seven, but I do think Phoenix gets the win tonight. Um, to force the the game seven, the the one person you didn't mention, you got to give a little kudos to man, Bruce Brown, yeah, who, who hasn't done anything in eight years, goes out and scores <laughs> wow. twenty five points off the bench for uh, Denver. Bruce Brown, yeah, Bruce Brown, didn't he play for San Antonio back in the day? Like, I, I, jeez, I, I don't even remember honestly. I don't know. I think I think actually it was Detroit and Brooklyn, but I mean, that, uh, that's not a player you're expecting 25 points from on the bench. No. Listen, th- this team is. My, I, I said this from the get go, right? There's been so much hoopla over the Suns, and and I think the Chris Paul, you know, being out is is a bigger deal than everyone is making it to. But at the end of the day, this is just a more talented team, Denver, right? Yeah, they are. All, they they all, all around. They they are. I mean, uh, the 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 Suns, you know, are a team that has to rely on on Booker and Aiden. Uh, you, you know, Jokic, Jokic had had it had his fifty point game, you know, and they lost. He had a twenty nine point game, and they win by twenty. I, I think that says more than people are reading into it because I think when Jokic doesn't have to do all the scoring, you know, and 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 the role players and Murray Porter, Gordon are shooting, and and Brown goes for twenty five. He's not going to give you that every game, but he helps offensively when everyone else is helping offensively and they're sh- you know scoring the ball. Jokic. Guess what? He's also an incredible passer. He's also an incredible playmaker. He can do any. He can do everything else. He doesn't have to go for fifty. It's better when he doesn't because he can get everyone else going. He had twelve assists. Their point guard had six. Right. It's I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, it, he's, it's stuff he's, we've never. It's really stuff we've never seen from from someone like him. And 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 I'm telling you, the most impressive part. Scratch all of of the assists and and all the playmaking he does. The most impressive part about Jokic is his ability to just finish so consistently around the rim. I mean, you just see, you, you know, you just see it every time. It, it, Kevin Durant said it best in his, uh, in his, his post-game press conference. He said, he said, Jokic is the most frustrating player to play against because the shot goes up and you say, no way that goes in, it's a miss. And then it always goes in. He said it best. He said, it always goes in, no matter how awkward it looks, no matter the angle or contact, you know, he finishes. 95% of the time, um, it's, just, it's, it's so good. He's strong as a bull, man. Mm-hmm. That guy, geez. Hey, when, you're, when you're seven foot 280, I think he's yeah. 285. I'm yeah. not trying to say he's – I know he's lost weight, but he probably was playing at 300 a couple years ago. Um, yeah, he's hard to move, and, and he's just 
he's bowling people out there and, and, and DeAndre and uh, I've, I've just, I kind of feel bad for him at this point. Yeah. I don't think he's seven two. I think he's just under seven. No, no, he's seven foot. He's seven foot. I didn't say seven two, but yeah, big dude. I think the nuggets will end up closing that out in seven. You think they ended in, in six or seven, six. Oh, so you're going for the, the, the bowl series ending tonight. Let's go. We're done. All right. Next series. We have heat Knicks. Um, the I Knicks survive. I, I cannot understand this series at all. The Knicks survive. And by Knicks, I mean Jalen Brunson, because that's the only player showing up for this team right now. Um, actually, I won't say that. R.J. Barrett is actually playing very good this, this series. So I will give him credit for that. But the focus is, is Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is carrying this team uh, to, to, a, to live another day. Uh, I, I don't think that this – I'm not going to say that this win – you know, we'll do anything for the series. The Heat will still close this out when they when they head back home for next game. Um, but but Brunson Brunson didn't want to go home. It was obvious. He played every single minute, 38, 9, and 7. Um, he made some crucial shots in that fourth. The, the best thing about Brunson by far is, is when it comes down to the fourth quarter and, and the clutch scenarios, he's there and he makes big plays. And that's what I really like about how he's playing there. R.J. Barrett. I, I really am – I'm I'm pleased to say that he's had a great series after not being really relevant in that Cleveland series, and they won without him. They didn't need him. He's been really good in this one. The the, the real, you know, criticism needs to land on Julius Randle. Um, he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a bad game, but we just talked about a guy that made all-NBA third team. We talked about a guy who was the all-star this year, you know, and, and he just – this series, he is not – He's just not played up to that. And it's not that he's been bad. He's not been a no. liability. It's not been any of that. I've expect, I expect more from a guy that's played really well all season. And then we've gotten to this, the Cavs series. I thought he played okay. Um, I think this one, he, he isn't playing as good. And, and you know, I, I, Julius Randle at the end of the day, you know, needs to be giving this team more than he is. In this game, when you see 38, 26, and 24, you'll take it all day uh, from your stars. But when we go back to Miami... And Jimmy Butler locks in and says, I don't really want to take another trip back to New York. I think that that those numbers go down. I think Butler has one of his series closing out games and the the Heat are going to you know win the, next game. The one thing about Julius Randle that from my perspective, last year when he won comeback player of the year, right? The aggression of yeah. Julius Randle was constantly on display. That guy trounced the boards. I mean, he was all over the boards. He was taking the, the ball to the hoop. He was, you know, just like taking people on as he just out-muscled them near the hoop. I feel like he's settling for a lot of mid-range jump no, shots. It's it's true because he it, it almost feels like he's trying to expand his game and it's not necessary because he, or like you said. can't handle what he did last year. And maybe, but but like you said, he was like really strong post player, um, you know, like you said, grabbed, uh, you know, rebounds, really good putback he, he player had five rebounds yesterday, right? dominant in the post. And, and now you see him, he's, he's, you know, he's catching it outside the three. He's trying to make moves. And, and I don't think he, I think he thinks he's a better, you know, ball handler than he is. I don't think he is, you know, any, anything like a, you know, a three or a two that can dribble yeah. the ball like that. Um, so yeah, I think he's, he's trying to, and, and it's worked sometimes it, it has, he, he's, he, he can hit those shots. He can hit the threes now, like. It's not that he can't do that, but I think sometimes he needs to go back to his original game and and be that aggressive person in the in the post, and he could be more successful, especially against a team in the Heat that isn't very big. It's not a big team, um, and 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 Bam Adebayo, you know, is in there, and he actually had a pretty decent game, um, even in the loss. And I mean, hats off to 
Duncan Robinson. Whoa, who I mean, was there a Duncan Robinson sighting? I mean, I, I'm looking at the screen and say, I haven't seen this guy play in two years because he's been benched. He hasn't played a minute. And now he comes out and he gives him 17. He almost, he almost actually brought him back to win the game. He got it within like like five or four. And then Brunson was saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm not losing. I'm not choking and losing this game. But um, kind of a weird game from the Heat there. Uh, you know, Jimmy Buller taking 12 shots is, I don't know. I, 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 obviously, they. I, I feel like he took I, the day off. Look at, and, well, like- and, and I'll and I'll make this a point when we talk about this Laker game, and then I'll re- I'll, I'll relate it back to the Heat mm-hmm. um, in this one. But I can't I can't stand game game five up three one in a series that you just let the other team basically win. Yes, but but again, it uh, it's it, it's always happens. It's I understand, I understand, but I'm not going to extend a lot of energy. If we win, great. If not, I still still have two more to wrap this up. We'll have, we'll have a game at home, and they just mentally, they don't get up for the game. It happens right. time and time so, again. Yeah, and exactly. It happened like a minute later when the Lakers-Warriors uh, uh, game started, and the Warriors destroyed the Lakers. It wasn't, it, it wasn't close. They put 70 up in the first half. Um, Le- Le- LeBron, you know, had what was really the only player, uh, you know, playing out there. Anthony Davis was, he was just kind of like walking around there, and then he actually does get hurt in the end of the game. Like, just a mess game from the Lakers. I, again, I don't understand. You're up 3-1 in a series. The, like you said, the mentality has always been, you know, you know, rest your guys, don't exert the energy. You'll go back, you know, home for, for game six and, and you'll win it there. Um, but, but I don't agree with that. I, I don't understand how the Lakers going 3-1. They have the momentum from last game. They've they defensively they found some stuff that worked. And you go into this game and 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 the 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 talk before the game from the media and whatever is should the Lakers rest their starters? I don't get I don't get this. This is the playoffs. We're trying to win a championship here. This should have been a game that the Lakers tried to compete in. They should have tried to end this in five because I think they could have. It's not like yeah. anyone on the Warriors played that great. Curry at twenty seven. He shot fifty percent from the field. I mean. Jordan Poole uh, was was hot in the first half, and then he went back to the Jordan Poole we've seen in the second half. He was five for fourteen, only had eleven off the bench. Like the Warriors didn't play that good. I, the Lakers just didn't care. I just I don't understand taking your foot off the gas pedal. I don't. Uh, it's it's look look you can you can relate it back to when we complained in the NFL about getting out to a three touchdown lead and and running the ball and punting and going three and out. Like it, it doesn't make any sense. Like to win to win games. You got to keep your foot on the on the gas pedal, and and now for the Lakers' sake, like I, I'm I'm not gonna go too far and say that the Warriors are gonna come back and and force this game seven. I do think that the Lakers will end this at home, um, in six oh, games. I, I do too. And it's I think just... Anthony Davis is gonna be fine, and I think LeBron is you know is gonna you know suit up for a a, a series closing game. Um, and again, the Warriors. Uh, with the Warriors win, and I know we're talking about the Lakers and we didn't like how they approached the game, but the Warriors won this game and I still didn't, I wasn't impressed by how exactly they won. And it, that's exact. I think that's why I don't have a lot of confidence that they could force a game six on the road um, because they haven't played good in LA this entire series. Um, and and I, I think that LeBron has a good game and, and closes it out in six. My problem with the Golden State Warriors is what the heck happened to Clay Thompson? What's happened? The last three games, he can't score. I mean, this no, is he's, a guy, he's this visibly is a guy struggling. Like 25, 30, right? And now he's, now he's scoring nine, 10 points a game. This is one of the best shooters of all time. No, where he's, the hell is, where the hell is your game? He's visibly struggling. It yeah. is, and, it, and it goes back to last, the, the last series too. 
He he's had a couple games in the playoffs where he's done Clay Thompson things and he's he shot you know he had, he had the game where he had six threes and that's great. But but he well, has he followed, you know, that, he followed that up with eight threes. You know like right eight three, like he had eight threes. He had six like those were two great games. But then he has he's had majority games like this two from six from three, you know three he's, from twelve from the field as a he's, whole. He's, not he's eight for his last twenty four. Not he he I mean, is Clay Thompson in the Clay Thompson in the playoffs for as many years of, as we've seen this you know Warriors dynasty with with him and Curry you know has always been a guy that every night you can count on him going for for twenty points and at least five threes and and it's just kind of the the shooting is a little off and and Clay Thompson a whole as a player will never be the same as it is it's visible he doesn't have the same movement you know he can't sure. he, he's, he can't you know cut as well off, off, you know, his, uh, off his legs and he doesn't I, move listen, as well. I, I get all that. But when but, you get a guy who you, in one game shoots eight out of 11 threes and the next game shoots three out of 10, I don't understand the difference. Right. Shoot, sh- again, shooting wise, like none of that really factors in that's, this is just clay being inconsistent. And the reason we're being critical of that is because we have, we don't see clay be inconsistent. So oh. That's he definitely has. To, it, that's why the Golden State Warriors won't win uh, unless yeah. he starts getting twenty-five points a game. Uh, Curry can't do it all by himself. And no, he can't. He can't, re- he can't rely on Draymond Green, Draymond Green to go out and score twenty points. Like you just right. can't. Yeah, hey, twenty. Uh, no. I don't even know the that's, last that's, time that happened. One, that's once in a blue moon. Right. So Clay's going to have to help his fellow Splash brother there if they're going to have if they're going to return. Well, one other issue. What, where the hell is Jordan Poole? What Jordan the hell happened to that guy? Jordan Poole right now, it's visible. He's just, it's he's in his own head. It, it, it was, the shots aren't falling. He's getting frustrated. Obviously, two games ago, benched, unplayable, basically. he yeah. he's, a, he's already a defensive liability. So if he's not shooting the ball, well, there's really no reason to play him. You know, the Jordan Poole situation is, 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 is very simple. He won the ring last year. He learned from Curry. You know, he tried to become that, that, that sort of, you know, game-changing, you know, long-range player. And at the end of the day, I think that the answer for Jordan Poole when this is all said and done, and if, in fact, they do lose this series, you know, he needs to probably look to getting out of Steph Curry's shadow and 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 going to a, a, another team because I, I, Jordan Poole's a good player. Jordan Poole is a very good player. And I think Jordan Poole on, a, on another team where he is the first option and isn't a six-man and gets minutes and can get that, that flow into the game and start the game off and play – 30, 35 minutes a game, we can see a more consistent Jordan Poole. But right now, I, and I've said it, I even said it last year, and they still won the championship with him there. I, I don't think the fit is there on the Warriors um, and his role. I don't really think that that that's his uh, his role he should be playing. But Totally agree. But these are the reasons the Golden State Warriors are not going back to the championship. Yeah. And, you know, it looks like the, uh, the, 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 the back-to-back two-peat, might have to uh, take a take a rain check. Take a rain check there, which which sucks because I like watching yeah. Steph and Clay. But uh, listen, I get it. But you know the Lakers are fun to watch too. So either way, yep. we're gonna we'll, we'll get something out of it. All right, all right. We'll cl- we're getting the NHL. We're we're finishing it off with with some hockey playoffs here. So if you want to stick around uh, with some some I hockey do. playoffs here uh, tonight, we have the Hurricanes that are going to send the Devils home. Uh, I believe in five. Um, the Devils. Before, before you jump in there. I, I just have to reiterate this. No Max Pacioretty all season. They lose right. Andrei Shetsukov, their best player. They lose Tara Vine in their third best player. And this team hasn't lost a step. 
Yeah, because because the Hurricanes, the reason the Hurricanes are such a good team year in and year out, and they haven't gotten to where they that where they want to be, which is obviously Stanley Cup. Um, because I think it's because of that talent, you know, lack sort of. But the reason that they've been so good and they win these type of games, and even with injuries, like you said, they still win. It's just the culture of the team, and and they have a great coach, and they have a great you know scheme, and it just seems like they can plug any sort of player in there into their scheme, and they'll still succeed, um, in a, in a sense there. So the Devils, what, what what the Devils you know did against the Rangers, they're just not able to do against Carolina. They can't beat them necessarily with their speed. Um, the Hurricanes jam the goal. There, there's, I mean, they're, they you, jam the neutral levers. Right, whoever's playing goalie, it's been Schmidt, it's been Vanacek. They both got blown up in every game because it's just the shots that are coming, they can't see. Right, but do you see the stat? All four games that Vanacek has, this is a guy who had 33 wins this season, was probably the third best goalie in the league this year, right? Right. And this guy in four playoff games has given up four more goals in every game. It's pre- it's pretty insane. I mean, it, it, and and again, we 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 talked about this last episode. What is going on with the goal scoring in the playoffs? Like, it's just this the offensive talent. Like we we talked about the injuries. You're talking about injuries for Carolina. They still have Sebastian Ajo. They still have Jordan Mar- Martin Nook. They still have Jordan Stahl. They still oh, have Burns. They still have Jesper Fall. Like they still have guys that are skillful and can score. Listen, Brett, Brett Burns is an enigma, man. That guy still can play at a very high level. I mean, that's a was an amazing pickup. Right. But was Jordan it like Martin, 50? Yeah, I don't think he's done. Jordan Martinuk was a guy that, that that was was being waived at the beginning of the season. Like, this is a guy that literally, I don't know how the heck he has re- resurrected his career, but he looks great. Marty Nekis uh, looks great out there. Like, this is a team that's just a bunch of good, young, you know, decent players. There's no real star other than Ajo and Burns. And, and still, they mm. look dominant against the Devils. Absolutely dominant. Yeah, I mean, the Devils yeah, fans I, were leaving after the second period. Right. Yeah, I, I think this is over in, uh, tonight in Game 5. Agreed. Um, and the Hurricanes will finally get to an Easter Conference final. They'll go back to Schmid because they don't have any other option, and I still think Carolina wins this game. Yeah, me too. Kraken Stars is the Western Conference game um, tonight. The it, It's a 2-2 series. Back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth, blowouts. Yes, every every game. Like the, right. no game has been close. So, what are we thinking? Game five in one, it, it, one this is this is in Dallas. Um, this is where I think the series maybe takes a little turn. Dallas's favor. I think that that game five at home is is big for them. Ottinger found his way last game. They get a six three win. Um, they were they were scoring at will. Um, you know, Jamie Ben has just been playing really solid. Max Domi. What a trade that was for the Stars. That was kind of one that was pushed under the rug and wasn't talked about, but he's been an unbelievable player for them, you know, scoring the scoring the puck. So, But, but no goals for Jason Robertson. Like, that's a guy that's got to get right, that, And that's the thing is, is, is Dallas, I feel like everyone else has been doing it. That's their best player. He scored 50 goals this year. One of the best players, up-and-coming yeah, players right in hockey, and, not, and, he, and he doesn't have one in the series, so... Look, look to see it, for him to get going um, in game five. And I think the stars take it. I think you're going to see him pull away um, I still think, and end the I, series. In I six. still think, I still think Dallas wins the series, but a lot of kudos to Seattle, man. They they're are, playing tough. They're, they're a hard Great future for, for, for the Kraken there. So uh, good on them. The other, yeah. The other two series, the Maple Leafs, they survive. They, they don't survive. get swept. 
with barely, a, barely, with, barely. With a goaltender I have never heard of. They put Eric uh Wall. they Wall. put they put they put Joseph Wall in net. Joseph Wall. There. Who the heck is Joseph Wall? I don't know. They looked, got him a win. He, I'm sure they stick looked, with him. He looked real good. He really right? did. He and, looked really good. And they go, they 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 get the win 2-1. Um they head back to Toronto where I do think they're going to put some pressure on the Panthers. I think they make this a 3-2 series. Now, outside of that, I don't really know if they can, they can rally off two more or even one more to, to force the Game 7. Um, but I think the the Maple Leafs, it was, a, it was a big win for them because, you know, obviously if they lost, they went home. But they kept it low scoring. They they obviously found a goaltender that gives them the, the best chance to win, like we said. Um, and when you're holding the Panthers – to one goal, you know, we know how, how lethal the Maple Leafs offense can be if Austin Matthews and, and, you know, Mitch Marner start picking it up. And, you know, they can they can definitely make this, you know, a, a seven-game series uh, really quick. I, listen, I completely agree with you. I mean, I, I just cannot believe how well Florida has played overall. But I mm-hmm. also can't believe that Toronto is just going to give up and there's right. so much talent on this team. And and remember the the Panthers have won six straight before this loss. Like they were hot. So this yeah. was a it was a tough win for them even to, you know, avoid the elimination. This was a tough win for them to get. But I just think between Marner and Matthews and Nylander and Tavares going home, I it won't they won't lose it on home ice. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I don't think they lose it on home ice. I think it comes in, you know, game 6. I th- I think the Panthers are I don't think they're – I think they're too good of a team to, to really blow 3-0. Um, I think that'd be – I think that'd be insane for them to come back from 3-1 in the first in the first series, then blow 3-0. I mean, it'd be it it'd be, be so epic. Toronto Maple believes, you know, I don't even know what would be going on. Um, but they, they survive. Shocked. I won't be shocked if Toronto pushes this to a game seven. I really yeah. won't. We'll see. We'll see if the Panthers, you know, uh, want to avoid a historical – Kind of upset there. They they want to take care of this quicker um, than than having to go to that game seven. But uh, the other matchup in the West is now two two Golden Knights Oilers. Yeah, we had a I game. Was a little, I was getting a little nervous there with our pick. We had a game Monday where right after we finished recording, the Golden Knights went out and destroyed the Oilers on home ice. But the Oilers responded and and bounced back um, with their second home game in game four, and they tie the series at at two two now. Um, and we head back to Vegas as the uh, the series is tied here. There's a big win for the Oilers. Obviously, they couldn't drop both at home there. Um, again, the power play gets going. Connor McDavid had a great pass to, I think it was Bouchard on the power play there, and and he drilled one home. Um, and, and you know, they, they get the, the Edmonton Oilers, when they when they get a lead early, you know, that's kind of the, the a disastrous start for, for Vegas. We've seen each team get off to really hot first periods. Um, and that's been the dictating, you know, factor in, in each in each outcome. So uh, the that that is kind of what Vegas is going to try to hope and and contain if they want to win this. You know, Skinner had a really solid game um, for the Oilers playing goal. Um, Aiden Hill, uh, who has been kind of playing for the uh, for for the Golden Knights, has has been really strong. This was the first game really the for the playoffs that he's uh, that that he hasn't played good. He had two shutouts, mm-hmm. you know, before so. So the two things that I'm I really noticed in this last game. Number one was you know when the Edmonton Oilers win, they they are so they they actually play really good defensively and Skinner plays well, right? The two games that they have won, they've only given up a goal each time to Vegas. The two times they've lost, they've given up six goals and five goals, right? So 
I think they're they're starting to realize that hey, we have enough offensive power on this team to go out and score three. We really have to stop the other team from scoring more than two. Right. You know, I think that's going to be the Edmonton's either version of success or not. You can't just have this open-ended style of we'll outscore you seven to six because that never ends up well for them. No. The second thing is they need scoring from someone besides, you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl. And this game, they got it from Bukestad. They got it from Bouchard. They got it from uh, Matias Ekholm, right? Nugent Hopkins finally scored his first goal of the series. Right? I think it might have been the first goal of the playoffs, right? Yeah. I mean, th- that's going to be Edmonton's success. Because if it's just Dreisaitl and McDavid, teams can teams will find a way to beat them. Right. And Dreisaitl has 13 goals. 13 goals 10, in like 10 games. Through 10 games. Uh, McDavid only has five. And I think when we're talking about, and he has 12 assists, but like McDavid, the best player ever. I, th- I, I know I know he's going to come through. I know he's been coming through. Let's score more. Let's take more yeah. shots on, on goal. Let's, uh, let's get some in the net there. Let's, let's have some highlight reel plays because at the end of the day, whether Edmonton likes it or not, the, the team depends on those two guys, you know, it, it, you can, you can, you can wait to count on someone else to show up and, and they have other players for sure. And, and, if, and Evander Kane can play better. Um, well, Evander and Kane, is, hot, right. Evander Kane and, is definitely dealing with a major injury that he's just gutting it out out there. Right. And like Nugent Hopkins was really big for them the regular season. He could, you know, score more there, but you know, Connor McDavid at the end of the day, it's on him and, and it should be because he's the best, you know, He's the best player on the ice whenever he steps out there and, and he can change. He, he, he is, you know, the, the, I will say the only player in the national hockey league that can single handedly you know, win a game for a team. And it's really true. Um, and, and, you know, he'll have to take over to win two of these next three. I think they still come out against the golden Knights. I think we could see a, a seven game series and I think it does go to seven. Um, but hopefully the Oilers uh, can, can, can take it out and McDavid gets to a Western Conference final for the second year in a row. I don't know why, but I just I would really love to see an Edmonton, Florida Stanley Cup. I think that would be a phenomenal matchup, either Edmonton, Florida or Edmonton, Toronto. Right. Because I just if, if Carolina is in the Stanley Cup, I'm going to be like, oh, God, please. We have to watch this. You know, <laughs> I just I, I hate Carolina's style of hockey. It's tremendously effective, but mm-hmm. it's 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 just not as fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not as fun. It's really not as much fun. So uh, we will uh, we're, we're we're done for this week. But when we yeah. come back next week, um, we will have uh, some some NFL schedules that are out. Uh, we'll start talking about some some uh, some games that we're marking down early um, for that for this season. Um, the opener we do have the opener uh, for Thursday night. It'll be Chiefs Lions. Um, get it. your get your early predictions in now. Uh, but the Lions, hey, they're the NFL's, I guess, buying into the hype, putting them Thursday night there. So they'll have a battle against the Chiefs. We'll have the full schedule comes out in a little bit, actually, here, but we don't have it at the time of this recording here. So when it comes out, we'll talk about it uh, next week when, and, we, when we're back. And next week, we have the PGA Championship. So I get another Ooh. golf minute. Let's go. Golf. 